you're still here? Asked Fredericks when he walked past my office at 9 p.m. I've got some things to finish off. Lucinda, it's Friday night. Take a load off. I smiled and looked down, then nodded. Working at a law firm had taken up most of my time. I loved my work, so I buried myself in it. There was that other reason as well that made me work. I put the file into my bag, deciding that I'd finish it at home tomorrow. On Saturday afternoon, I yawned after spending most of the day working. My shoulders slumped as I sighed. I knew that I'd eventually go crazy if I kept up this pace. I needed an outlet, something that would loosen my hair and get all of my frustrations out. My lips curled as I thought about being bent over a table and screaming. I had often thought about a stranger walking into the office late at night, then demanding that I get on my knees and suck him off. Then he would bend me over the table and give it to me doggy style like a wild animal. I flipped the cover of the file, closing it after deciding that a cosmopolitan at the new bar that opened up down the road would do me wonders. Two guys at the bar looked over their shoulder as I entered wearing a red dress and black high heels. I put my purse on the counter and pulled up a high chair. The barman slid the cocktail to me and I smiled. He was quite cute. I wouldn't have minded him banging my brains out. Although, he looked at least ten years younger than me. My eyes closed for a brief second after I remembered that I was approaching forty. God, where had the years gone? The time flying by so quickly made me think of Devin. If he hadn't ruined everything, I wouldn't be at a bar on a Saturday night. I'd be at home now, tucking our child into bed. A man in a white shirt leaned on the bar with his right arm and smiled at me, then ordered a drink. Waiting for someone? No. Just me for the night. He stuck out his hand and said. Eric. I smiled and said. Lucinda. Hope you don't mind if I join you. No, I don't mind. The barman handed him a whiskey glass. He raised it towards me and said. To new acquaintances. Our glasses clinked. I smiled as I brought my glass to my mouth, looking at him. Something about the way that he looked at me reminded me of Devin. Eric looked cheeky, just like him. They both had an aura to them that made me curious to get to know them more because they had something they were withholding. After we spoke about work, I asked. Any children, wife? No. He brushed off the remark with a sneer and a headshake. You? No. I'm too busy for that. I was kidding only myself. The longer we spoke, the more I got sucked into Eric's charms. It had been forever since I enjoyed a conversation with a handsome man. Most of my time was spent cooped up in an office preparing for a case or discussing settlements. There was always so much conflict involved in my work. I just wanted to relax. After we finished our drinks, Eric asked. You want to get another round somewhere else? I nodded, then stood up. When we walked outside, Eric looked around for another bar. 
I didn't see the point in wasting time, so I suggested. My place is just up the road. I've got some liquor. Eric's smile said more than words. I figured, what the hell? It was only for one night. I needed a hard bang, and I'd never see Eric after tonight. So, it was a win-win. At my place, as I handed Eric a glass, he took it and put it on the table. I looked at the glass and thought that something was wrong with it. He grabbed my face and shoved his tongue into my mouth. I felt my shoulders lower and my pussy moisten more. It had been far too long, and I couldn't wait to feel more. Eric grabbed my ass, and we shifted towards the bedroom while kissing. I ripped his shirt off, and he clenched his teeth and smiled before pushing me onto the bed. He unzipped his pants quickly, pulled them down, and then took off his shoes. Eric lay on top of me, kissing my neck and shoulders as he pulled down my dress zipper. He pulled off the one strap and kissed my breast. I closed my eyes and moaned. It felt so good. He pulled off my dress and dropped it on the floor, then spread my legs open and licked my pussy. My face turned from one side to the other as I ran my fingers through his hair. As much as I loved the stimulation, I couldn't wait to feel his dick inside me. Eric grabbed my legs and pulled me towards him. His dick slid over my clitoris as he trushed, stimulating me further. I peered at him and smiled, eager to feel his dick in my moist pussy. He kept thrusting his dick over my clitoris, making me wetter. Just stick it in already. Eric grabbed his dick and pushed it into my pussy. My eyes closed, and my lips parted. He grabbed my tits and thrust hard. I spread my arms out and clutched the sheets. I shot out several moans as he kept going. He was hard and thick. I couldn't help but think that I shouldn't make this a once-off event. After all, I had been deprived of dick for over a year. Eric ran his hands up my legs as he slowed down. I loved feeling them on me, but I wanted him to keep penetrating. I turned to my side, and I felt that Eric got the message about what I wanted. He pulled his dick out, and I got on my hands and knees. He tapped my ass cheek a few times, then stuck his dick in. I smiled as I looked at the headboard, anticipating a good time. Eric grabbed my waist again and penetrated me, this time with shorter, quicker thrusts. My forehead wrinkled as I shot out quick moans. It felt like he was drilling me, and I loved it. I bowed my head and panted as he kept up that pace for several minutes. I was surprised about how much energy he had, and I wanted him to keep going. He kept it up for several more minutes before slowing down. Eric swung his hips, knocking his dick hard into me. I lowered my head to the pillow and perked my ass up. He squeezed my ass, and I pictured him clenching his teeth, eager to pound me hard again. He continued the rapid pace, and I screamed into the pillow, muffling the pleasure. It's not like I cared if the neighbors heard me. After several minutes, Eric pulled his dick out and stepped back. I flipped over onto my back and watched him jerk off.
I smiled as I watched his face flush, knowing that he was climaxing. His eyes closed as he shot his semen onto my stomach and chest. I frowned as Eric got dressed, thinking that he'd stay the night so that we could have a few more rounds. You're not going to stay. I have to get going. This was fun. Okay. I was disappointed. On Tuesday at the office, I couldn't stop thinking about sex with Eric. Who could blame me? It had been ages since my last intimacy, and he was so damn good. Fredericks walked into my office and said. Oh good. I'm glad I caught you before I head out. What's going on? We've got a big client coming in tomorrow. I've assigned him to you because you're my best. I smiled. Getting compliments from the boss had always made me happy. I frowned after realizing what Fredericks had said. Him. Yes. I know you're used to representing female clients, but this case it's different. It's the husband who's filing for divorce. Oh, okay. This is the big one. Win this case, and I'll make you partner. My head perked up as my smile reappeared. I had worked myself to the bone, so if anyone deserved a share of the pie, it was me. Wonderful. Who is he? He's married to Macy Lavenport. The owner of the clothing retail giant. Frederick smiled and nodded. There's big bucks coming our way if you win this one. But she's got mega bucks. Why would he want to divorce her? He wants the kids too. You're kidding. He smiled as he shook his head. We've got a meeting with him tomorrow. It was difficult to put my personal feelings aside as I was used to representing clients whose husbands had cheated on them, and they wanted the children because they could take better care of them than their spouses. I figured that Macy was the one who cheated, and maybe the kids were better off with the father. She probably had no time for them since she was busy running an empire. The following morning, Fredericks and I waited for the client in the boardroom. I was on my laptop as Fredericks stood up after seeing the client walk in. I looked up, and my mouth slacked open as my eyes widened. No, it can't be. He's here for something else. Lucinda, meet Eric Lavenport. I shook his hand, gaping at him. We've met. You have? Well then, even better. We sat. I've filled Lucinda in, and you don't have to worry. We'll take care of everything. Fredericks put his hand on my shoulder. Lucinda is my best. She's undefeated and proud of her unbeaten streak, I might add. Eric smiled and nodded. Impressive. I could barely bring myself to make eye contact with him. I hated cheaters. They were the scum of the earth to me. Who could blame me after Devin cheated on me with a prostitute the night before our wedding? Burying myself in work helped me to forget about that and gave me a reason not to go out. Can't believe I invited him into my home and wanted to see him again. No wonder he reminded me of Devin. After the meeting, Eric walked out. Fredericks and I stayed behind and I contemplated telling him that I couldn't take the case. How could I after finding out that my client was the guilty party? What made me more disgusted with Eric is that he couldn't mention a valid excuse for divorcing Macy. 
He kept mentioning how she worked all the time and wasn't at home, but she had taken the kids to work with her sometimes to spend time with them. At least she was trying to be a good parent. That's more than I could say for him. Fredericks put his hands on my shoulders and said, You've got this. I believe in you, and I don't need to remind you of what's at stake. We're a medium-sized firm, Lucinda. Winning this case could take us into the big leagues, not to mention the reward you'd get. My unbeaten streak was also at stake. I hated losing, especially after I lost the love of my life. Winning had made me feel that I was filling the empty hole. I walked into the courtroom the following week and saw Macy. Her kids ran up to her as they walked in with the nanny. She embraced them and kissed both of her heads. My heart sank as I thought about them being separated. My sadness devolved into anger after thinking about the kind of father that would raise them. They deserved so much better. Eric was the type of prick to use a woman, then leave her high and dry, only to enjoy her resources and strip her off her most valuable possessions. He walked in and approached my table. Lucinda, hope you're well and ready to win. I'll do my best. The judge walked into the courtroom. Macy's lawyer stated her case first. She had a compelling argument. If only she knew that Eric was a cheater, she'd have no problems convincing the judge that Macy was the victim. Miss Jules, the floor is yours. Said the judge to me. Your Honor, I'd like to request a recess. I need two hours to gather evidence. Fine. We'll resume at 2 p.m. The judge banged the gavel. I stepped out of the courtroom and got into my car, then made two stops before returning to the courtroom an hour and a half later. I ran into Macy in front of the courtroom. When we resumed, I called Eric to the stand. Mr. Lavenport, is it true that you were intimate with a woman who was not your wife two weeks ago, Friday the 27th of October? He frowned and shifted in the chair. What? I walked to the table and picked up a USB flash disk. On here Mr. Lavenport, I have footage of you leaving a bar with a woman and walking into her apartment. If you'd like I can get her to testify on the stand. I didn't care that I was implicating myself or that I'd lose the case. Doing the right thing was more important to me than anything. Is this true Mr. Lavenport? Mr. Lavenport, you're under oath. We wouldn't want the court to find out that you're lying and hold you in contempt, which could lead to jail time. He looked down, contemplating his options. When I got back to the office, I walked past Frederick's door and heard him call me. Shut the door. What the hell was that all about? You cost us the biggest case, Lucinda. I'm sorry, sir. I had to do what was right. Is that supposed to make me forgive you and overlook the fact that we won't be getting a cent out of this? No, actually we are. We're getting two million dollars. He frowned. What? From whom? I made a deal with Macy before exposing Eric's cheating. We settled for two million dollars. She'd rather give us the money than give Eric a cent. This way, she keeps the kids, and we get the payout. Everyone wins.
Fredericks smiled. That's my girl.